Guys, today's episode is going to be a very short one. I'm talking about a couple of things altogether. Firstly, I'll be talking about the um, the Rangers game, which happened, I think, last month, or a couple of weeks ago, in which, um, which case, um, one of the Rangers players, Glenn Kamara, was racially abused during the match, and... Then I'll be talking about the Pogba, Jose Mourinho quote, and what was said today, and how he won against players and all that stuff. Um, and I'll be finishing off then the football section with uh, the fixtures from the last. The fixtures from the for the upcoming uh, Champions League round, as well as running off the previous Champions League round, which sadly saw Liverpool lose out on the opportunity to win any trophy this season, which is it's it's its own situation. It's something I have to deal with. It's okay, um, and we're finally gonna look at Liverpool's remaining matches and what to expect and how we can expect a change from them. Then we're gonna be looking at the Lakers and. How they've been doing and how they can truly change the form that they've been in with the players that they have and we can see what they can truly uh like how they can perform and develop themselves to be considered fantastic players it's not that they aren't don't get me wrong they're great players never seen to the word but it's hard it's it's difficult it's very difficult to say that um then yeah and that's pretty much it that's all we gonna have to do and as for tomorrow next episode i'll be looking at uh we'll be looking at what's it called the songs the songs that i'm listening to at the moment um yeah that's that's it <laughs> yeah songs i'm listening to at the moment and all that kind of stuff um well, anyway, that's the introduction. So let's go into it. So for those of you who don't know, um, Rangers players uh, Glenn Kamara was racially abused. Within the same match, Kamara Roof was given a red card and a four-game ban for... This is put very lightly, but dangerously assaulting another player. This is when he... Um, he completely knocked out uh, um, Andre Kolar, the Slavia Prague goalkeeper. And I do have to give Arsenal a round of applause because when they played against them in their round of 16 match, no, no, when they played against them in their quarterfinals match, I think yesterday, uh, Alexander Lacazette was staring the team down and he was determined to score. And I think I had to give him credit thousand percent for it because this is simply unacceptable. Now, granted, uh, what Kamara Roof did was wrong, completely deserved the red card, and the four-game ban was definitely deserved. Now, granted, this might mean that their Champions League season might be cut very, very short, depending on how much they need him. But if they're ready to bring in another striker, then maybe we'll see. We'll, we'll see whatever happens for them anyway. But I was hunted for Rangers. Hopefully, they can develop soon enough. Um, I'm going to be talking about them soon and talking about what how things can improve for them, and as well as Steven Gerrard and where he could be going next soon. Another episode for that one. Yeah, so he gets a red card for it. And that's that's not the biggest issue within the match. 
the bigger issue comes when um, um, one of the defenders, Andre Kudela, gets a 10-match UEFA ban for racially abusing a player called Glenn Kamara. Now, uh, Glenn Kamara was banned for three games for assaulting Kudela, but I don't think that's where the problem should come from. I think the fan, the fact that Kudla walked up to him, whispered in his ear, apparently um, a very rude and insensitive comment that should never be said, ever. And and the fact that he went up to him and whispered it, and uh, another teammate of his actually heard it, it I, I don't know why they decided to ban Kamar. Like, like, I understand he was assaulting Kudla, but at the same time, if the player, if, if, if you're... If, so, look, the Champions League is very well known for having, like, like the banner um, saying off the racism, but when a racist event happens, they give a 10-match ban. A 10-match ban is serious, but a, a, a 10-match ban means at the end of a 10-match ban, he could come back, say something again, and then be banned for another 10 matches, or even worse. There has to be serious repercussions, and this has to be a, a, a kind of thing that, like, okay, okay, don't, ma- don't ban him for 10 matches. Ban him for playing in the Champions League for one season, even if he ends up moving to, to a different club. Because then it's something that's serious. Or, or if, if you... It depends. Like it depends. Like so the whole situation has to be evaluated very carefully and has to be very well thought out. But it doesn't make sense for you to give the person who was racially abused a three match ban because he pushed or assaulted the guy who racially abused him. And it, look, I think when you're a footballer, you put many things on the line. You put your religion, you put your uh, nationality, your skin color, your race, whatever it may be, your political your political beliefs, you put that on the line. And people do come up and say things like this. Like, it's happened so many times in matches. And it's happened from players, it's happened from fans. And with fans, you do see the the punishments being very severe. Like, like a lifetime ban from this. Because th- that makes sense. That you can punish a fan. But a fan can still watch the game from sitting at home. You, you can still find a way around it. A player should not be able to. You, like, who are you to insult someone and to to be pissed off because the repercussions are so bad? This is this is completely disgraceful. This should never be allowed. Yeah, so that's enough said on that situation. So yeah, so today there was an interview with Paul Pogba, and I, I, I don't know, I don't remember who was talking about in the interview. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, uh, I think Sky Sports, the interview, and it says Jose Mourinho went against Manchester United players, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is different. Now look, I understand to a point, but if you're training under one of the greatest, if not, I'd say the greatest living manager, or I won't say living, I'd say currently managing manager, then, dude, by a mile, Carlo Ancelotti is great and all, but he ain't no Jose Mourinho. Um, yeah, I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I can't even compare Klopp to Mourinho, 
Mourinho is so much better. Um, Pep, Pep is fine, but Pep has had players on his side, and, and he has had the funding by the teams on his side, so he was able to do it. Um, who else? Uh, I don't know. Um, there, there aren't that many managers who are still out there right now. Um, but I mean, still, he he may not be your typical man-to-man manager. He works on players. He, if if he really likes a player, he's gonna work his butt off for them. And he does that. He does that. You see that with that with Harry Kane and with uh, Young Man Son, and um, with like some of the younger players as well. But, like he's still giving them a chance. And Pogba's upset because like because like, he had a great relationship with him. Then one day this whole thing flipped on his head. I'm like, I'm like, dude, calm down. There, there. There has to be, I mean, A, you, look, this is what I think. I think it's a two-situation scenario. I think, firstly, the first situation is that um, Pogba does not deserve to be paid as much money as he is being paid. He's a very mediocre player who is playing for a club that is a legendary club by status, but he does not deserve to be there. He, he pulls in way too many mediocre shifts, and it's like, what's the point? Now, granted, I can say that as a Liverpool player, as a Liverpool fan, because I, I, I have players like uh, Naby Keita, who more than more than occasionally play mediocrely, but they they do have their fantastic games, like occasionally. They still they still can pull the spark here and there. That's fine. That's great. Also, have players like James Miller. Players who might not get the result all the time, but they they play for a particular reason. Jose Mourinho, he is a legendary manager. If a manager is put up through a club, you can't be like, oh, well, he's not treating us fairly, and I feel so sad. Oh, haram, no. But it doesn't matter. He's there to get results. And if you aren't willing to work hard enough, then it's not on him. If you want to throw him under the bus and let him get fired... Then it's a your it's a your problem. He should not be punished whatsoever. And and frankly, look as a Liverpool fan, I love Mourinho with all my heart. I think he's a fantastic manager. I think Ole is the biggest joke in the entire world because it, look, if if you had to rely on your players on more than like I I'd say five occasions, like the amount of times that like. Uh, this weekend's a bad weekend for Oli. If he doesn't win this game, then I don't know what's gonna happen. But yeah, fine. But at the same time, we have to think about it for like we have to think about it for at least a minute here. Oli is not some miracle worker. Like players like um Cavani and uh um I don't know I don't know what else, what other big players came to the club recently, like uh um Alex Teyes, they don't go to the club because. Of or yeah, even um, what's his name? The what's the what's the, what's the midfielder's name? I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, Fer- Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez did not come to Man U because of Ole Gunnar Soldier. Let me look. Here's a here's a quick Wikipedia search of what Ole has done his entire life as a as a manager. As a manager, he has done the equivalent of jack shit, and I'm being honest here. He has he has not done. Anything as a manager. Um, 
look, as a manager of the, um, he, he only went to Molde and won the league twice, and the and the Norwegian Football Cup once. That's that's not much. That's that's nothing. That's less than nothing. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything at, at like at, like as a new manager, nothing whatsoever. Um. He's like. He was knocked out of the, um. God, knocked out of the Champions League group stages, to RB Leipzig, and then went to um Europa League. Europa League has been doing well because he was doing well last season as well. But they still got knocked out anyway. Um, and um, I, I don't know. I think th- these guys are just terrible. Like, like he's so extremely lucky to have the team that he has. And I don't know why they chose him in the first place because he was very mediocre. He was. He's not a good manager. Not in the slightest. And I don't know. I just, I just don't like him. He's very he, he he's a complete buffoon. He's a complete buffoon. And players like Paul Pogba and like younger players nowadays think they think they can act so high and mighty, but they can't. Like like you have to work hard for it. You have to give a hundred and ten percent. And it's, it's, it's not good enough. Like, it's stupid. Because if you don't try hard enough because you don't like the manager, then come on. Then you should leave and never play football ever again. You give 110% no matter who you're playing for. Okay. So next up, so I'm going to talk about the quarterfinals. Um, basically, uh, Liverpool lost uh, 3-1 aggregate through Madrid. Almost did well. Very lucky in the second leg. Um, then Dortmund lost to Manchester City, four to an aggregate. Manchester City went went in. Uh, Paris won. Uh, PSG won uh, against Bayern Munich, and Chelsea won against Porto. So now what's gonna happen is that we have, um, yeah, yeah. So now we have uh, Real Madrid against Chelsea and PSG against Man City. My hope is for Manchester not to even come close to the final. Um, my hope would be for them to end it here, right here. Uh, PSG beats them. PSG definitely have the power to beat them. I also think Real Madrid can definitely get the job done against um, Chelsea. Um, I think Man City have a very mediocre squad, to be honest with you guys. Um, so, yeah, so Real Madrid have Courtois. As main goalkeeper, that's never going to change anytime soon. Um, yeah, they have um, um, their Militao defense. I think uh, I think Varane should be fit by that time, or Ramos should be fit. But anyway, if they're both fit, then game over. Um, they also have uh, Mendy and yeah, Cruz, Modric, and Casemiro going to play a thousand percent. No doubt about it whatsoever. Then Hazard might play, but I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be Benzema, Asensio, and Lucas Vasquez. And yeah, 
As for Chelsea, I think it's going to be uh, Mendy for sure. Then Rudiger, Alonso, Thiago Silva potentially. And J- James. Or, or Shilwell and James. Then Jorginho, Kante and Kovacic. And up front again. No, actually... Um, Kante, Mount, and Kovacic, and it's gonna be Pulisic up front with Ziyech, and uh, I'm gonna say Werner. That's that's fair. I'm I'm, I'm hoping for Real Madrid one. I'm hoping for Real Madrid to win the whole thing, but I mean we'll see what's gonna happen anyway. So yeah, then I think um it's gonna be yes, uh, basically it's really confirmed it's gonna be Navas and Gold because of course it's gonna be Navas and Gold. Then um Kempembe, Keller. Um, Diallo and Dagaba. Then it's gonna be Paredes, Danilo, and uh, Edris Gay. Finally, it's gonna be yeah, Mbappe, Neymar, and I think Di Maria or Keane, perhaps. Then finally, we have yeah, it's gonna be Edison, doesn't present unless he gets injured, which is gonna be Stefan because there's no way Carson's gonna go into the goal. Um, then we have Kyle Walker, Ruben Diaz, Asi John Stones, and then Zinchenko, or Ben Mendy if he wants to play instead. Um, then we have Gundogan, De Bruyne, and I'm gonna say Rodri, and so Ferran Torres, Foden, and Sterling or 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 Jesus. Okay, yeah, but I'm going for, for PSG when PSG might win the whole thing. Maybe they do have more firepower and more attack you know, than Real Madrid do. They do have a more, some more solid defense. Okay, so now I'm, I'm looking at Liverpool, what to expect from them. So Liverpool playing against Leeds on, on the 19th. I think I think it, it's very manageable. Uh, Leeds have been very... Leeds have been a wild card. You never really know what Leeds. So I'm, I'm going to say we're going to win it. Maybe like a 3-2 or a 2-1 victory. I'm also going to say that... Yeah, so for the next match against Newcastle, I think Newcastle do have a very unique team. They... Um, I don't know. I think it's very odd when playing against them. Then... God. Yeah, so... You never really know with Newcastle, to be honest with you guys. You never really know with them. They have a very um, mixed team, um, but I say we're going to win them. I see also when you play against Man U, uh, splitting a tie, a tie or a win, because I think I think we can definitely do with the win for sure. Southampton, I'm expecting another win. West Brom, I think it's going to be hard. I think they're going to go on. Guns Gilroy, I think we're going to get a draw. And we're gonna beat Burnley and beat Crystal Palace because Crystal Palace's team is very mediocre, and and we could beat them again by seven zero if we do beat them by seven zero. That clear that clears everything, and we have to be good for the rest of the season. Perfect. Okay, so finally we have talking about the Lakers. So Lakers are um, the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before before I forget, um, Liverpool are currently in. Um, in sixth position, 
and it's very doable for us to get into the finishing for the top four if we do get top four then it's done we win it and we we we're more or less gonna keep all our players good hopefully so yeah so we have uh the lakers are in fifth place with 34 wins 22 draws um home record of 19 to 10 a road record of 16 to 10 division record 7 to 1 conference 18 to 2 and l10 of 8 to 2 yeah so yeah and within their division there that's the pacific pacific division they are in third place behind phoenix suns and la clippers um yeah and that's pretty much all there is to that part so they do have a couple of tough matches they're playing against utah twice uh saturday the the 17th and tuesday the 12th 20th of april they're playing against them i think home twice i i don't know why they're playing against them home twice i that's very odd that's really really odd i have no idea yeah um Utah is a very good team to be honest with you guys. But if we beat them the first one, they're gonna beat them the second one for sure. Um Dallas Mavericks as well. Um Dallas, I don't know. It's very wild card as well. Uh, I'm gonna say the really big matches are Utah Jazz, um Orlando Magic, I'm gonna say uh the Raptors, uh the Clippers, the Trailblazers, the Knicks and the Houston Rockets, as well as the Indiana Pacers too. Now, Indiana Pacers, I yeah, I think that's a that's a match that was rescheduled. Um, but you never really know with these guys. They could they could completely. I don't know. They're they're a very hard team. Hopefully, they're able to get the points, win it. But like many of the matches are way too early in the morning for me to watch them. Like five or four, I'm like yeah, God no, I'm not gonna risk that for a match. God no. Yeah, so um, I'm going to look at some of the players they have here. Um, yes, yeah, so so uh, based on statistics, uh, LeBron James has twenty uh, has a thousand forty two points this season. Of course he does. Um, second up is uh, Montrezl Harrell uh, with seven hundred ninety four, and next right next to him is Dennis Schroeder with seven hundred ninety two. So. Um, big players within their team we have um, um, Costas um, um, Antetokounmpo um, there's also Caldwell Pope um, Alex Caruso Anthony Davis Andre Drummond who, who I think is a brand new signing um, uh, Mark Gasol who used to play for the um, what's it called used to play for why well, am I forgetting the name of the team um, the Raptors there's also Jerry Dudley who's a really good player um, LeBron James who's the absolute king Kyle Kuzma um, I don't know how Kyle Kuzma is I, th I think he's fairly young yeah yeah, yeah 95 um, there is yeah I think I think that's it basically uh, yeah, so Frank Vogel is the head coach, and I mean that's, that's the only big piece of information you know. So yeah, so that's been it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. It. I hope you guys really enjoyed today's episode. But that's it. We'll be talking next about uh, songs I really enjoyed and movies that I can't wait to see based on trailers or something like that. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it. See you guys in the next one.
Peace.